0: Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here. We are back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio, and today we have Jan Tutan, who is the author of As a Service, a new book that's been out for the last few months that is all about turning any product, any company into a subscription model, or uh, as you'll learn, a usership model, Uh, a term that I'm not that familiar with, but I'm going to learn more about it at about the same time you do. All right, a couple of quick announcements. First, I would like to thank our sponsor, who is Text Expander, They have been wonderful. And for the past few months, they have been our sponsor of the show. It is a great productivity tool that will allow you to save literally hours every single week of repetitive tasks of typing out the same thing over and over. Uh, here in our office, we're using it and our people are saving tons of time. More about that at the intermission. If you've listened to the show before, you know a couple of quick announcements. If you've got a question or a story that you want to share, please reach out to me on any of the social channels. I am there. If it is a question, use the hashtag Ask Shep, and I'll be sure to answer it there in this show, in my newsletter, or on my TV show, Be Amazing or Go Home. Episodes can be found on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Roku, and you can go to beamazing.tv. That is beamazing.tv to hear more about it and, and watch some of the shows. All right, with that in mind, let's get into it. Jan, welcome to the show.
1: Hello. Nice to be on the show. Thank you.
0: Well, I'm excited, and you're today. You are in uh, Cape Town, South Africa, uh, and that's Correct. not where you live. It's just where you happen to be today. Which, by the way, beautiful, beautiful city. Uh, your furni- i loved it. You said your furniture is in Amsterdam, <laughs> but you have a nomadic <laughs> lifestyle and you travel all over the world because you live uh, the life of being as a service. Now, first of all, for those that aren't sure, what is this about? software as a service, everybody is familiar with this term. Do they really know what it's about? Well, really what it means is it's a subscription model to something that you might have bought in the past. Many years ago, if you were gonna buy Microsoft Word, for example, you went to the store or you went online and a box was shipped to you with a CD or some piece of software that you installed in your program. And today, of course, you could download that software. And what's happened is rather than pay a one-time fee and then have to upgrade two years later to the next one, Microsoft got smart and said, let's cut the fee dramatically. Let's make it just a few dollars a month instead of a big amount for one-time purchase and get people to subscribe to our software rather than purchase the software so we can constantly upgrade them and, and fix whatever you know bugs it might have ongoing, and it's going to create a better experience for the customer and uh, also a more convenient experience for the customer. And at the same time, it gives Microsoft this ongoing recurring revenue. Now, your thesis and your book, which, by the way, is titled As a Service, and I know they can't see it because it's mostly audio, but go ahead and hold it up. We'll try to snap a picture of this. There it is. As a service, turn your product-based business into a subscription model. And exactly. I'll argue that every business out there, no matter what they sell, could probably be turned into a subscription model. All right. Enough of me talking. So first, let's hit this idea that you live the as-a-service model in your personal life. Tell us what that means.
1: <laughs> Thanks for the intro. Thanks for the intro, Chef. Well, that's um, as simple as this, you know, do you own your belongings or your belongings own you? It's a bit cliche, but uh, that's uh, one of the, um, you know, wow moments I had uh, five years ago when I realized that I had a lot of belongings that were anchoring me somewhere. And I, I was spending most of my time maintaining them, but not using them. So I've decided to uh, get rid of a lot of belongings and uh, go for a usage instead of ownership. And one of the nice consequences is that if there is no belongings that keep you somewhere, then you are free to be where you want and enjoy the best experience you want uh, in life. So you need uh, hardware, you need gear for a lot of things, but you don't, don't need to own them to experience what has to be experienced with those gear. Let's take the example of a windsurf board. You don't need to own a windsurf board to go windsurfing. Just go to the best windsurf spot and use them, use one for a week or two and that's it. So that's 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 the idea. That's the principle of just using what you need for the experience that you want to have at this specific moment, at this specific location.
0: Yeah, I you just used the term and I had not heard it before. Uh you tied it to ownership and then you use the word usership. Uh, okay, and I, I love that. So usership is the idea, and it's a perfect example. You don't need to own your board. Now, if I would say if you're the kind of person that goes uh, and, and needs to use that board every single day because they that's your hobby. And it's what, yeah, sure, own it. You know, uh, People can't see it, but behind me are a couple of guitars. True story. Uh, I was somewhere, and somebody said, hey, we want you to sit in on our band. And I said, oh, I wish I had my guitar. You know what I did? I went to Guitar Center, and they actually let me pay for use of the guitar for the weekend. Hence, usership versus ownership. Definitely. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So what is your, uh, uh, you say any product or service can be turned into um, uh, as a service model or a subscription model. And by the way, so I just want to delineate or differentiate this. If I am renting a board for a week, that is really not a subscription, is it?
1: It's not. No, no, it's not. You're right. Uh, in the principle of subscription, there is a commitment on a certain term, which um, allows you to, uh, you know, to have access to this service or this uh, this hardware for a certain period of term. But also, what is related to as a service is are the two following principles: it can be paid per usage, so you can have a payment that is based on the usage you have of this equipment. And or you can have an easy opt-in, opt-out of the subscription. So what would what define as a service in a very simple way is that you have access to a product. If we talk about product as a service, you have access to the product and either you pay per use or you opt-in, opt-out very easily. Or both, you pay per use and you opt-in, opt-out very easily. That's the principle of as a service.
0: Yeah, um, and and you used, as I'm looking through some of the information, you used Netflix as a great example of as a service, yeah, it it's easy to opt in and out, you, you just pay, and at the end of the month, if you don't want it anymore, you stop, right? Uh, and then you also talk about Uber, who, now, by the way, Uber now has, uh, I believe, Uber and Lyft and the other companies like that have options of, like, prepaying monthly for a certain amount, okay? By the way, the airlines did this too. Uh, The airlines will allow you to buy, oh, you can buy 100,000 miles and not to use as awards, but how far you fly. And they'll give Mm -hmm. you a discount and you pay up front and or maybe you keep paying as you run out. Starbucks is a great example. I don't subscribe to a cup of coffee every day, but what I do is allow them to load my app with money that comes off of my credit card. And as I get down to a low number, it asks, do you want, do you want to put more money in there? And the answer is mm-hmm. yes or no. And of course, I keep yeah. saying yes, and they keep putting more money in. And that's really not a subscription model. That's more of an as-a-service model.
1: That's correct. And I would like to bounce back on those two examples. So in Japan, there is a subscription model for uh, flying. You pay $15, uh, $15 a month, and uh, you have uh, unlimited access to a uh, connection between two cities. Uh, that's an example. Wait, and fifth, coffee. One, five, dollars a month? No, no, no. Sorry. 1500 Sorry. Oh, 1500 Oh, I was getting excited. I go, <laughs> wow, that's a deal. <laughs> uh, no, 1500 Sorry. And uh, talking about coffee, uh, in London, you have this uh, chain that is called Pret, Pret-à-Manger. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. Uh, which. You're familiar. Whether well, you have yep. coffee as a service for 20 pounds a month, you have unlimited coffee. Yep. So it's kind so of the same easy. thing. Uh, is yeah. there any product? I know
0: you focus a lot on the B2B world. Uh, Correct. Not just, and and we've been giving consumer examples. So, you know, before we get into my question about, is there a, I'm not going to finish my question. I'm going to go to a different question. Uh, give me an example of a B2B Product or, or company that you wouldn't normally think of like this that converted to this model?
1: Yeah, I like to give this example. We are going to talk about wine. As you can hear in my accent, I have a French background. So, wine is very important for French people. Well, there is a subscription for wine barrels. So, the chateaus can subscribe to their wooden barrels instead of buying them. This, this model exists uh that's a french company that started it they manage about seven hundred thousand barrels today for across the world wow. and the good the, the the interesting thing of this market is that you have uh, due to regulations you have obligations to renew the barrels every three years uh so that makes a natural need of uh, usage instead of ownership um the, i love this example it's very disruptive. who would have thought that a wooden barrel could be offered in a subscription Yep.
0: It, By the way, I love exist. the uh, accent. For those that are going, what does he talk about? It's a barrel.
1: Barrel, okay. <laughs> but yeah. you say oh, <laughs> in that
0: French accent. It sounds so good.
1: <laughs> you already have the flavor of the wine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you been drinking some of that wine before we started the interview? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so it's
1: always five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yes. I like the way you think. Very good. A happy uh, hour <laughs>
0: somewhere around here. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so... Yeah, there's so many different ways of looking at it. You know, um, and I've written about this in the past. Porsche, uh, the the automobile company, decided, you know what, let's create a subscription model around cars. Now, you don't hear about this a lot, and they experimented with this. But a customer can pay a monthly fee that they can easily opt in and out, out of. They could stop doing it. And it's not like you're renting the car. You're subscribing to the brand. Uh, You can, depending upon the level that you choose to pay monthly, you can walk onto this car dealership's lot and say, I want to drive that car for the next two weeks or one week or three days. Uh, And maybe it's a little sports car, but this coming weekend, I've got my family that's coming into town. I need the larger Porsche Cayenne SUV so they can all fit in there. And you could just swap in and out of cars. So you're subscribing to the brand and you don't own it. Uh, you're not renting it like a typical car rental, but you're using it, hence the usership model. So, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, the question I'm going to ask is, and I want you to think about it uh, Is there a company or product out there that would be impossible to fit into this model? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are talking to Jan Tutan and we are talking about the as-a-service model and the book that he's written, As-a-Service. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Let's talk about Text Expander, a tool that allows your team to eliminate repetitive typing with just a few keystrokes. Anything you type over and over, such as customer responses, will be at your team's fingertips so they have the power to do what they do best, just faster. Quickly reply to emails and chats from a library of responses that you create, completing answers to common questions and issues. Your entire team stays on the same page with the same common responses that can be personalized on the fly. And. It's simple to use. Type commonly used content into a text expander snippet and give it an abbreviation of just a few letters and symbols. Share the snippet with the team. When you type the abbreviation, it triggers a snippet and the content expands anywhere you type, including email, chat, or social media. It's that easy. Just go to www.textexpander.com to learn more about this amazing and productive tool. Sign up for a year and get 20% off.
1: You're listening to amazing business radio with
0: best-selling author and customer service and business expert Shep Hyken. We're back on amazing business radio talking with Jan Tutan about the subscription model. And actually I'm going to stay away from using that word. It's going to be hard for me because what I've always talked about the subscription model. And I want to talk about the usership model because that actually kind of gives it a little tweak that allows us to think of things differently. Uh, So, uh, at the end of uh, the last ep- or the last segment, I said, I'm going to ask the question about, is there a product out there that you really can't create a usership or subscription model on? So Jan, uh, I throw it your way and uh, people out there can't see this, but he is thinking real hard right now. He's looking up, looking for that example. He's got his hand up near his mouth going, hmm, what am I going to say?
1: <laughs> I think you've got the answer now. I can the, see it in the your eyes. The body language, <laughs> the body language helps. No, it's. I mean, it's. It's very difficult not to think about. Uh, to think about a product that would not match this model. Um, you know, it's. I've seen so many different uh, models that you think, "Wow, is this possible?" We, we've seen, you know, robots planting seeds being offered as a service according to the number of uh, um seeds they plant uh per day so replacing uh you know tractors and, and 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 the work of the farmers uh we see uh air conditioning units being offered as a cubic meter per hour so climate as a service degree instead of selling a cooling unit you sell climate as a service you sell comfortable cubic meter of a of um, of comfortable climate uh, for for um, per hour, for example. So wow. there, that never yeah. <laughs> so my
0: air conditioning unit at home. Rather than buy a unit and pay a monthly fee to the, you'll say, hey, we will provide you based on your the space you live in per square foot, per square yard, per square meter, depending upon what, what part of the world you are. In, uh, we will just charge you appropriately. And you don't have to worry about a thing. You'll never get a, uh, you won't get a bill from the electric company. You don't have to pay for the unit. You just have to pay ongoing, debit it on your credit card every month. Don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I don't want a, I don't want a cooling unit. I just want a good climate in my house. That's it. Yeah. I'm right. not interested in, in the specs of this cooling unit. I think that's a
0: great way of looking at it. We really don't care about the air conditioner. We don't care about the furnace. We care about how we feel. Exactly. Yeah. So um, you're telling me essentially there is no company, there is no brand, there is nothing that you can think of that uh, can't fall into this model.
1: If you think about one or someone in the audience thinks about one, just give me a call and I'll make sure it becomes a subscription. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've got a car dealership. How can I turn this
1: that car into a subscription? Oh.
0: And we just talked oh, about it.
1: Yeah, then I, have, then I have a great story about it uh, in, in a nutshell, I have a, a friend of mine who lives in, uh, in Miami and he has a subscription for his car. But in a subscription, is included a haircut every two weeks while the car is being washed at the dealer. So he goes to the dealer every two weeks. The car is being washed by the dealer. He gets a haircut. There's a hair um, dresser at the, at the dealer. And he's, he goes back home with a fresh haircut and a clean car. It's part of the subscription. Lovely. Wow.
0: Wow. You know, this doesn't have anything to do with it, but uh, I, there's a restaurant that I go to in the Miami area. Actually, it's north of Miami in the uh, Pampano or Boca area. Uh, and uh, in when you're in there, they wash your car. You valet park your car. You go in to have dinner and you come out feeling really happy with the dinner you had and you look at your car and You go, wow, I love my car. <laughs> <laughs> nice and clean. It's just an extra perk. It's a way to add some value. And yeah, uh again, you know, people are gonna say, well, that's that subscription model of the car, it's like leasing the car. No, it's not. You're not locked into three years or five years. You're it's month to month. And uh exactly. once again, it's usership versus ownership. Uh so let's move into the customer service or customer care aspect of uh you know, customer service as a service. <laughs> what are your thoughts there? Yeah.
1: Well, this is this is of a huge benefit for the customer. Being B two B or B two C, um, the the first huge benefit is that if the solution you subscribe to is not working anymore or is not bringing you the satisfaction you expect, you're going to stop paying. As simple as this, you're going to opt out. So there is a tremendous need for the supplier which could be the manufacturer or any integrator to provide the best experience to make you continue to pay your monthly subscription and not opt out or if it's a pay use to make sure you use it as much as possible so uh, the, the, the pay-per-use model is, is profitable uh, that's a great deal between the supplier and the, and the user, we talk about customers we talk about user, that's a great deal between the supplier and the user because the level of service is maintained to its best as good as they want every day that's makes that makes the the, the experience for um, for the user uh, much different than than buying and being left alone in front of this device yeah I have uh, a number of clients that I work with in the manufacturing
0: world, and essentially they want to sell you a piece of equipment and they will cut the price of the equipment down to what it actually costs them. In some cases, maybe even a little less. Why? Because there's a monthly fee, a subscription that the company pays to keep this equipment maintained. And that's far more lucrative than the actual price of making profit on the equipment. And uh, so they recognize this. Hence, they now have a machine as a service. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: it's it's a circular mindset. So you have to think uh, the, the, the relation with your customer is a circle and it's not a line anymore. So you, you, you're not in a linear approach where you sell something and you say goodbye, see you in three years. No, you provide an experience and you have daily, weekly, monthly contact with your customer. So that's good because you keep the connection with your customer. And for the customer, he has a much stronger connection to the brand because the touch points to the brands are um, very uh, regular, uh, weekly, monthly. So that's, that's a complete different experience. You're going for a journey together instead of a hit and run approach. Yeah,
0: so we have a, a, a copy machine here in our office and we pay a monthly fee. One of the reasons we, and we hardly ever see the people from the copy machine, uh, but, you know, the company that sold us the copy machine. But the beautiful thing is, if there's anything wrong with that copy machine, we just call them up. And sometimes they can fix it remotely, or sometimes they actually have to come here. That doesn't happen very often. Like I say, we hardly ever see them. But the fact that we get that kind of experience, we can go home at night knowing that we've got a good copy machine that's going to work, or if it doesn't work, it's going to be back up quickly. And we are willing to pay a little bit of money every month for as long as we own that machine to make that happen
1: correct i mean and this mindset you can apply to any piece of uh, equipment you have around you it could be your 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 coffee machine your coffee machine it could be your swimming pool it could be uh, your uh, vacuum cleaner Anything as, as as a consumer, but imagine in a business world where you need to focus on your core business and you need to be doing what you, your business is doing, it's even better because then you can completely outsource the, the burden of maintaining the devices that are important for, for your work. Think about the point of sale equipment in a shop. You know, if this is if you own this point of sale equipment, then if there's something wrong, you can't cash in. Then you just have the service that makes sure that in a one hour maximum uh, time frame, you are back in business. If there's anything going wrong with your point of sale equipment, that's that's the idea.
0: Yeah. So oftentimes what you're really buying is uh, it's an insurance policy as well uh, that you get what you need. So I love, love this conversation. We're basically out of time. I always ask the final question. Is there one last nugget of wisdom? Think about that great book that you have. As a service, which, by the way, go to Amazon, pick it up, find it, Google it. Uh, if this is a, a topic that is of interest to you and it absolutely 100% should be, uh, please get the book. Looking at the book, can you give us one big tip out of that book that we can all use and think about?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, look at your garage, your headaches. They are full of equipment that you don't use anymore. Uh, what about the manufacturer of this equipment, uh, collecting them and refurbishing them or remanufacturing new equipment from those goods instead of uh, collecting raw materials from the ground? So that's the future of as a service is that the manufacturer remains the owner of those product and collects them at the end of the life cycle and reintegrates them in a in a in a production process instead of collecting raw materials from the ground. So if you do use as a service, there's a higher purpose, which is to prevent using raw material from the ground, but using the ones that are in your attic or your cellar. Wow. So not only
0: is it convenient for the customer to pay this monthly fee and give them peace of mind, not only is it a good revenue source for a company uh, to have this recurring revenue off of a subscription model, But it also has a higher level in that there's some sustainability. We don't have a bunch of unused product out there that's just taking up space, filling up landfills, and polluting the earth. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I never, ever thought of that. So thank you, Jan Tutan, for being on our show today. This has been a great conversation.
1: Thank you, Shep.
0: All right, everybody, that wraps it up. Another episode of Amazing Business Radio. We will be back next week with another interview. And until that time, this is Hike Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.